2: Secondary market prices of hard-to-find bottles are astronomically high Mm -hmm. and many people blame the hated flippers for the state of things I do. Are the flippers to blame? Are they the worst kind of human? If you want to hear about it, then stick around. (laughs) There's something people. we have to do. We have to do it. And I'm going to go ahead and do
1: it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to thank all of you faithful patrons out there. And, I mean, I thank all of you who tune in, watch the show, subscribe to the channel. You all keep this thing going. But our patrons who patrons uh, who are uh, following along and subscribed to the channel... Um, it's just not a one-way street. We yeah. want you to feel the value in return. That's why we give you back uh, such great content privately and uh, you know behind-the-scenes stuff. We have bottle shares that we do uh, locally, in-person, and online uh, meetups. And so there's just a ton of benefits for those patrons. And so if that's not something you've looked into, there's a link in the description below where you can go check out the packages that we have to offer, and you can be a part of supporting this channel. And if that's not for you, just, just liking and subscribing to this video is enough for us to feel the love so thank you all for your support
2: yep absolutely so some disclaimers on this one uh, some people are not gonna like what we have to say on this subject
1: probably the flippers
2: and um <laughs> another disclaimer i don't give <laughs> I i don't care if you like it or not uh we're also going to talk about different levels of flipper right you yep. know yep. Uh, because that you, you can't just have like uh, one general category and some are worse than others And so let's talk about it. So the first thing you need to know is that there is a bourbon secondary market. Right. And uh, what would you say has created the need for a black market for bourbon?
1: Well, I mean, supply and demand, to be sure. Because whenever you have really um, high demand for hard to find bottles and they're just not readily available, like most of your allocated stuff... Uh, there's going to be an opportunity for someone to make a a couple extra uh, dollars off of that opportunity so
2: yeah now there are auction sites that are considered secondary market um, but for the most part what we're talking about are private transactions right you're not talking about a business to consumer transaction Uh, You're talking about a consumer to consumer transaction. And most of that is coordinated through social media. media, Mm -hmm. And most of that is on Facebook based uh, whiskey trading groups or selling groups. And 100% of that is illegal. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Consumer to
1: consumer sales, transactions between you and a stranger or even a buddy Uh when it comes to alcohol, is completely illegal in every state.
2: Uh, Also, not enforced at all. Right. Um, (laughs) Because. When the laws were written, they were basically trying to keep bootleggers from running an operation without a license. Right. Yeah. And so the laws are generic enough that basically if I like on on your 40th birthday, I brought a bottle of um, birthday bourbon. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, That was illegal because it was the private transfer of alcohol without a license but that's not how they're interpreting the law sure right so the the higher volume you do uh depending on which states you're sending product to Mm -hmm. you're at greater and greater risk of running a foul of somebody going no this is what we're talking about. Right So, exactly. so keep that in mind. Um, and there's also different levels.
1: Yeah. Right. So let's talk about the levels of the secondary transaction, right? Because there is that market and there's under you know outside of any kind of alcohol or liquor store, um, there's going to be private transactions and those are to be trades.
2: Right. And trading is is you know it, I have this bottle, you have that bottle, I want that bottle, you want this bottle. Right, let's trade. Let's trade. Yep. That's not really a flipper to me. Okay. How do you feel? You know,
1: it depends really um, upon the relationship between those two people. Mm-hmm. If you're buddies and you're in the same whiskey group and you guys are just exchanging bottles and you found something you know this guy's been looking for, you know, that's completely different to me. That's just great community to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But if you're, you know, stranger and it's a one-sided trade for you and you're doing it to benefit, I think that's where you kind of tiptoe into the flipper market, right? Right, right. Like if I've got a bottle that's, let's say, retails for $79 mm-hmm. and you've got a bottle that retails for $39, dollars, but you really want this bottle and I don't really know who you are, I'm like, yeah, I'll trade you this one and you just give me give me that or vice versa and you're getting the better end of the deal. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, that, that could be really the intention and the relationship I think is what matters most.
2: Yeah. Have you ever bought a bottle that you knew you didn't like because you knew that it had value beyond what you were spending it for. I call that bourbon bucks, right? Right. So I I can't do as much of this as I once did because I'm now involved with brands and there's additional risk for, you know, violating these rules whenever you are associated with a licensed entity. But I used to buy bottles, you know, somebody would go, oh, do you want this bottle? And I've tried it and I know that it's not for my palate. But I knew that, okay, it's an it's a $80 bottle, and it has $250 worth of value on the secondary market. And there would be times where I would buy that bottle, and then I would offer it up for trade for the bottle that I did want. And I can't find anybody who wants to do this even exchange. Right. right? And so I would uh, sell the bottle, and reinvest the secondary money that I had generated Mm -hmm. to buy the bottle that I wanted. Right. Okay. Gotcha. And so in that instance, there was never a point that I was using the opportunity to purchase the alcohol for profit, Mm -hmm. right? I, I, I was just fixing the distribution issues. And so in my mind, I was not a flipper in that scenario
1: right Because if they would have had the bottle you wanted in the first place I would have would traded just bought, it in, would yeah. just bought it in the first place. So right. it's like. Uh, so let's talk about flippers that are really kind of taking it too far. Right? Uh-huh. They're, they're not just trading. they're not just trying to um, take advantage of a bottle to save some money to put towards another bottle. Um, they're just downright trying to run an illegal operation, right, right. They're doing it strictly for profit.
2: There are people out there that are effectively running an unlicensed liquor store for profit.
1: Yeah. Or in in worse, I know some that work with liquor stores Mm -hmm. and say, hey, I can make you a lot more money on that bottle. Let me get that bottle. I'll sell it online. I'll make the money, give you a cut back, and we can just run this thing together. I know. I mean, you see that happen all the time. People walking out of uh, or posting photos of a whole case of weller antique right it's like there's no way you went into a store and bought a case of weller antique you got that out the back door sure right so i mean unfortunately that's just what it is and that's really what gives us this episode what needed to be out here
2: yeah and let's talk about what the problem is with that person that's running an illegal liquor store Mm -hmm. you are creating false demand in the market yep okay Mm -hmm. and when whenever you have false demand what i mean is is that there's supposed to be a hundred people who want to buy this bottle who want to drink it okay but now you come in and now there's a hundred of you who want to buy the bottle to make profit right you have not added any value to this process all you've done is made the hundred people decide whether or not they're willing to buy it from you at a higher price yep right and that false demand is driving up prices on the secondary market and when you don't actually know what the real value of a commodity is, it is very difficult from a business perspective to identify when should you invest in distillery expansion? Mm-hmm. When should you change your your pricing to make your value proposition different for your consumer? Is it safe to take profits? Or are you actually just driving out the false demand from these you know flippers and you're going to end up pushing your real customer that you need for the long term for survival out of the game, right? Yeah.
1: And you know what? The one thing that makes me the most angry about flippers and what they do to the market is I don't know how many times I've gone into a a liquor store and I see a price of uh, an Eagle Rare on the shelf for a hundred bucks. And I'm like, why is this bottle a hundred bucks? He's like, oh, that's what it's worth. Well, you're getting that opinion based off of the secondary market right. and flippers. And so flippers not only uh, price gouge you, the shopper, if you want to pay that, but they encourage the other stores yep. to price gouge as well. Mm-hmm. And it drags their prices up, especially if they're keeping an eye on what people are willing to pay for a bottle.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and they're not bound by some sort of corporation that's making them you know, stick with a standard um, MSRP. They're going to jack that price up to what you're going to pay for it online through a through a bourbon secondary site. So mm-hmm. it's it's really it, it it trickles down and it, it gets to the store and it really makes it a you know it affects, for everyone affects it else.
2: affects all three t- it screws everything up right. when there's this false demand right. Yeah. It also reduces tax revenues for the state. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's true. It for I mean it, most states have a tax revenue system that greatly benefits its its public, mm-hmm. and we're. Effectively, just taking tax revenues out of the system and putting them in the pockets of bootleggers, right? right. What, are you, what are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm testing my new whiskey glass that I had designed. Why? Well, there's a company out there that's a real Karen, hmm. and she threatened to sue us. Really? You yeah. Say. yeah, so we had been producing some traditional tulip shaped whiskey glasses. Oh, yes. Uh We never used the name. Right, of course. But they claimed to own the shape of the glass. Mm -hmm. And since I'm just a little guy, I couldn't fight. Right. But do you know what that motivated us to do, Wes? What? To go out and design a glass that was actually made for high-proof American spirits. So the company that had the problem with us their glass was originally designed for low-proof scotch whiskey. Oh, okay. 80, yeah. 86 proof, that type of thing. Mm. And you know what I had noticed? Every time I would nose a really high-proof, high-quality spirit in the United States yeah. out of this glass, all I got was ethanol yeah, burn. Yeah, a little
1: burn there. I felt that.
2: And so we went out and we designed this glass that's actually designed for those higher-proof spirits. And I'm so confident in this glass That if anybody were to go to our website and buy one, I'm offering a money-back guarantee. Wow. If you get that glass to your house and you find yourself one of these traditional tulip-shaped glasses and you know a high-proof spirit side-by-side and you can't tell the difference, I will gladly give you your money back. So what you're
1: saying is they can really stick it to the Karen and support the little guy by Mm -hmm. going to bourbonrealtalk.com and ordering one of these with absolutely no risk, they could get
0: their... Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Money back if they don't prefer it, nosing it to the other?
2: Absolutely. And if you love small business and you like sticking it to Karen's, that's the way to go.
1: Stick it to Karen, bourbonrealtalk.com. Cheers. And it's really unfair for the stores who are trying to be fair to their loyal customers because now they have to put some sort of program in place to make sure those bottles get into the right place. They expend extra resources, extra time, um, extra energy toward creating a raffle system or a points-based system or whatever it is bundles, in, order to, bundles, yeah. in order to make sure that those, and I appreciate that. I love that about those stores, but it's just unnecessary work. If those flippers weren't there and there wasn't that problem, mm-hmm. you could just rely on your faithful customers who usually come in twice a week. They're going to get a chance to get those bottles before they're you know grabbed off the
2: shelf. Exactly. So And so, yeah, I mean, it, it just, it creates problems at, at all different sections, having that false demand. And one of the things that taps my hide is every time we talk about this, we start getting people in the comments. And I know you're going to still comment. And yeah. I just want to let you know, you look like an idiot, okay? <laughs> but you're still going to comment. And, and what everyone says is um, that it's no one's business what I do with my money. Right. Right? And I just want to let you know, I think that that is a pathetic excuse because right. you didn't add any value to the world while you were making your profit. Yeah. The basis of capitalism is that he who brings value to the market wins and gets to keep it right but if you found a way because you're willing to break the law and other people aren't for you to extract money out of other people but you didn't bring any value to the process you're not a good capitalist right yeah you are a greedy individual
1: yeah okay? and, you're, and you're taking advantage of um, you know something that's meant to bring joy and, and, and you know community to people's lives. And, and, and charging them a high price for it. And, you know, that excuse of, well, it's my money. I can do whatever I want, or it's my decision. Who are you to judge me for what I do? It, I mean, you can do that with any crime, right? Yeah well I, If I want to drive drunk, what, what's that? What's the problem with that? It's my, it's my life I'm risking. Well, it's not. You're, you're affecting other people. And we've just outlined how these decisions to flip these bottles is affecting the whole three tier system. And if it hasn't caused a problem already, it's just going to continue to.
2: Yeah i i uh liking it to a pimp calling himself an entrepreneur right i'm just a good i'm just a good capitalist right and it's like no no (laughs) you're making your money off the backs of some other people that are that that you know didn't deserve what they had to go through so that you could get your profits right um so you know in conclusion it has influenced the bourbon boom um and there has been some usefulness to the bourbon boom Mm -hmm. um but if If it created a false sense of security for these businesses to start to expand, the repercussions are like, when you start thinking about what the repercussions would be, if all these distilleries that just invested hundreds of millions, in some cases, billions of dollars to increase capacity because of all this demand that they're seeing and the secondary prices, if it turned out to be all false from people that were profiteering Mm -hmm. and all this capacity comes online and the whole system collapses, do you know how many thousands upon thousands of people are going to lose their jobs brands are going to go out of business investors are going to lose their money some of that money are you know regular individuals that have money in retirement accounts that are being managed by these funds it is a really big deal to create a false sense of demand in a market
1: well at least that flipper made a couple extra hundred bucks that week so
2: right that's you know spent it on pizza and video games i mean that's cool um i will also say and uh, some people may find this hypocritical um but i will say i i judge people differently who are buyers versus sellers mm-hmm. so if you bought the bottle and it was your purpose to just turn it for a profit and run an illegal liquor store online i consider you a flipper and i think you're part of the problem but if you are just an individual that wants to trade your, your money to save your time because you don't have time to build the relationship, you don't have time to hunt, and, and you are giving that money. And I understand that if everybody collectively decided not to pay the flippers their price, that the market would be great. Yep. Uh, but we've talked about this before. If you're a billionaire and you're walking down the street and you look down and you're standing on a $100 bill and you have to give up the interest on all of your other business ventures, uh, during the time that it takes to bend over and pick up that $100, it's not worth your time, right? Right? Yeah. And some people view life that way. And so I don't judge the people that are buying as harshly as I do the, the people that are sellers. Um, and I get that I'm going to get some flack for that, but that's just my personal opinion. Uh, but in, in conclusion, if you're a buyer and you have no intention of drinking the bottle, you should leave it for somebody who does intend to drink it. Sure. Absolutely. All right. So we should do a giveaway. Let's do it. Um, Let's flip a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. it's going to be a free giveaway. That's true. Yeah. Um, the opposite of flipping. That's right. So here's what we're going to do for you today. Do? I am giving away five separate winners, mm-hmm. one-out samples, okay. Okay, okay, of any of these bottles that are on the table. Ooh, these are some good bottles. Yeah. So we've got uh, brand new uh, Weller Antique yep. 107 single barrel. Uh, we've got Old Rip Van Winkle, mm-hmm. we've got uh, Van Winkle 12-year, we've got Blanton's Gold, Gold Sazerac 18, George yep. T. Stagg, and Eagle Rare 17. Mm, wow. Um, please don't all pick Eagle Rare 17, because that would wipe out the bottle and I can't get another one. But, if you if you really need this one, I don't mind giving you some. So, uh, five one-out samples all you have to tell them what they have to do to get this, it.
1: this is what you need to do number okay. one you need to be a good person mm-hmm. okay you can't be a flipper because mm-hmm. that would be ridiculous number two you need to subscribe if you're not subscribed already I mean it takes no effort mm-hmm. no money and no time to subscribe so please just do that if you're watching the video in general do that mm-hmm. like subscribe to the video comment below hashtag flippers mm-hmm. suck right? <laughs> yeah there right? you go you got a comment flippers suck hashtag flippers suck yeah and then you'll be entered to win
2: yeah, well, you have to uh, click the link. There's a yeah, link yeah, in the video course. description you where you give me your name and your contact information so I can reach out to the winner. We're going to run a randomizer uh, that will pick the five winners. Sure. And then we're going to send you out your one-out sample for free. Of course, you have to tell me what sample you want. Um, but that will make it fun. And there are other ways that you can support the channel. We already mentioned Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that we mentioned our uh, our merchandise site. So sure. Bourbon, Bourbon Real Talk has a shop. Uh, We have a lot of really amazing products on there, so Mm -hmm. go check that out. And then Wes, you have a few ways that they can support you. You've got Old Town Provisions. Sure,
1: yeah. So I have a store, it's a men's store, oldtownprovisions.com. They've got all kinds of dude stuff on there for sale, so go check that out. Mm-hmm. Uh whiskeythread.com if you're into cool whiskey shirts, which I think are cool whiskey shirts, but Like shirts uh, the same bourbon uh, yeah, gangster. Like bourbon gangster, there might be a flipper suck shirt coming out soon. I'm not sure. Sounds like a good one. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, all kinds of cool whiskey merch there. So between bourbonrealtalk uh realtalk.com and whiskeythread.com All of your whiskey apparel needs are met right there.
2: Yeah, and also, uh, he and I are both in real estate, so... Mm -hmm. I'm a real estate agent. If you need real estate services in the Dallas or Houston metro area, I'm your guy. I give away epic bottles as closing gifts. Yeah. And you own Tormax.
1: Yeah, Tormax is a real estate media company. So if you are a real estate agent within the DFW Metroplex and you need great media for your listings or for your marketing purposes, Tormaxmedia.com is the place to go for that.
2: Even if you're not a real estate agent, if you are selling a home, you tell your real estate agent, I'm using Tormax. Mm. I don't want to hear about your regular supplier. I
1: don't want you coming in here with your cell phone. Taking
2: photos, dude. Exactly. Or uh, driving by and taking photos. I literally have seen that. Have you seen that? (laughs) Dude, that's that's pretty bad. Or their first photo, like you can see this side of the window, and the last photo, you can see that side of the window. I mean, how,
1: what level of laziness is that where it says a drive-by photo? Drive-by
2: photos, for real. I've seen it. Uh, But Mm. he he does the real deal. So if this is your first time tuning in, we want to thank you for the view and let you know a little bit about our show philosophy. We're all about bringing people together around spirits. Mm -hmm. And that is something that's near and dear to my heart because I lost a loved one to suicide. In 2014 and in the aftermath of my brother's death I saw that he was feeling uh, separated from his social connections and I believe that that was a contributing factor to that decision for him and I saw whiskey bringing people together and I thought maybe I can get people connected to whiskey and the whiskey will do the rest of the job and connect people to each other so that they don't have to feel alone the way that my brother did and along that process to create community you have to have a forum mm-hmm. and we ended up starting birmingham real talk community which is a free facebook-based whiskey forum and we don't allow any troll behavior no in there. trolls and so and there's no flipping allowed in there there's well, no so. there's <laughs> no buy sell trade at all um because uh, we want to stay on the good side of facebook yep. and so uh we invite you to go and join that and get some connection Um, We knew we needed to do that because of all of the negativity that you can find out there on the internet. Uh, We wanted a forum where we filtered that stuff out. But we also learned something from that negativity. And that is that if somebody can hate you online, there's nothing that keeps us from loving you, even though we only know you through our online connection. Mm -hmm. And that's why we end every show the same way. And that's this. If you woke up this morning and you're unsure whether or not anyone loved you, just know that that we love you. you. And we'll see you next time on Bourbon Real Talk. Cheers. Cheers. A whiskey troll is a person who seeks negative attention and uses contrarian attitudes to derail civil discussion in online forums. They communicate in ways they never would face-to-face because they're keyboard warriors. Their only goal is to make other people feel inferior. Hey
1: guys, I'm new here. I just got my first Blantons.
2: And trust me, you probably paid way too much. I don't care much about the blants, but nice <laughs> 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 There's no way that she didn't buy that at secondary, idiot.
1: Oh, I know how you got that
2: bottle. So, are you sick and tired of the whiskey trolls running your fun online? Well, that's why we started Bourbon Real Talk Community. Congratulations. Let me know what you think when you open it up. Hey, welcome to the group.
1: Let me send you over a sample of Blanton's gold and straight from the barrel. See how you like those. I remember back to my first bottle of Blanton's.
2: It was the birthday to my son, and we enjoy it every year on his birthday. Congrats. So if you're looking to connect with some people online who aren't <laughs> head over to Facebook.com and join Bourbon Real Talk community today.